Hello and welcome to webdoctor.ie's Health HQ podcast. webdoctor.ie is Ireland's award-winning online GP service. Their GPs have teamed up to tackle many of the nation's health concerns and different treatments over this series. On this episode, we're talking about premature ejaculation with Dr. Fergus Glynn. You're very welcome along, Fergus. It's a very important topic for men's health. Let's start at the beginning. What exactly is premature ejaculation? Uh, premature ejaculation, it it is defined as a man reaching an orgasm and therefore ejaculating too quickly for his sexual partner to achieve enjoyment from the, from the act of lovemaking is one definition. Um, so uh, very, a lot more common than, than people estimate. But, uh, um, and in, in terms of, uh, it, it's some, in general practice, surprisingly, we see little of it mm. because most men are actually, they avoid breaching the topic with, with, with their GPs, you know, and that's, that's, that's a fact that's borne out by, by, by some high quality research. So um, common, um, but, but, but it's something that most of my, most of my colleagues are, aren't seeing a whole lot of for the very reason that people just don't, don't, don't broach the topic. And I think that's important that we do the podcast so that people, if they are uh, embarrassed to talk to their, to their doctor about it, that at least they get some information in this way. But they shouldn't be embarrassed to go and see the doctor. I mean, you're dealing with all sorts of things. No, no. Obviously, it's, there, there is, this is the, probably one of the least embarrassing topics. It's yeah. the least embarrassing topic. For me, something I'm quite familiar with, but but again, for for a lot of men, it is a sensitive topic for 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 all sorts of reasons, um, you know. But but it is. I mean, uh, the, the the research bears out the facts. You know, up to twenty to thirty percent of of men, you know, will report some degree of of um, will, 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 will will you know are, are felt to be affected by it. Yeah. Now that can you know certainly it's less of a concern if it happens a couple of times and it's not repeated. That that's that's actually much more common. But but in terms of the bare the bare prevalence uh, figures would suggest that that between twenty and 30, twenty to thirty percent of men would, would experience it. What what are the top causes of premature ejaculation? That's a difficult one because mm. the, the 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 research. I mean, it's a little bit patchy in terms of of, of identifying the definitive causes. There's a there's a there's quite a few biological and psychological hypotheses, but none of them are really borne out by really high quality high, high quality research. There is the 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 in terms of and obviously there's you know it was probably helpful at this point to divide premature ejaculation into primary and secondary. Primary uh, premature ejaculation is really that 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 the 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 problem has persisted from the very first sexual experience yeah. and secondary ejaculation is something that can come on either suddenly later on in life after having had a period a, a number of sexual relationships where it's not been an issue it can come on slowly but surely or quite suddenly at some point later on at some point later on in life uh primary you know, again in terms of causes prime you know the the causes of primary uh, uh premature ejaculation again a lot of uncertainty certainly some traumatic early childhood sexual experiences you know which is which which obviously um it can, can impact but again you know that in terms of cause and effect it's a little bit uncertain but a lot of anecdotal a certain amount of anecdotal work would support that in terms of secondary um secondary um, premature ejaculation as in that that comes on after having a you know period of many years and many relationships where it's not been an issue um excess excessive alcohol consumption has been implicated uh, overuse of recreational 
and recreational drugs and and um and prostatitis which is inflammation of the prostate which again isn't particularly common but 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 certainly um is something we we diagnose not, not infrequently and i'll tell you now the topic of premature ejaculation you know and guilty as charged i haven't brought that i haven't brought that up often enough in those conversations around prostatitis and and other prostate symptoms so you know guilty as charged as well mm-hmm. um so causes you know the the causes as I said, it's 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 it, you know you go into a lot of texts and say etiology are causes unknown, you know, um, uh, but 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 there is some hypotheses which which uh, which which are which are are out there in the public eye. Are there techniques that can be used to control it, or does it just come down to the cause, and uh, that that leads to a particular technique for for that particular cause? Um, n- not particularly, to be honest. The 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 uh, obviously if there if there is some psychosexual issues behind it and there can be uh, certainly the anecdotal as in individuals will report that to you and report traumatic childhood um early early childhood um exp- uh, uh, sexual experiences and then uh, and, and cer- certainly psychosexual therapy and, and sometimes even couples therapy particularly if there's a, if there's if there's significant fundamental issues affecting that 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 partnership you know um that can certainly have a positive impact on it because as much as you know the 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 research sometimes is is isn't you know isn't hasn't been particularly revealing certainly uh, you know so there is there is there is certainly a place for for psychological therapies in this um uh, there there in terms of you know uh, but the the the, the state of sort of the, the the stuff that we know works um it can be used for both primary and secondary absolutely you know um obviously you know the, the, there is the exceptions if excessive alcohol persistent excessive alcohol and excessive use of recreational drugs is an issue is a factor obviously that's the thing you need to address you know um uh but 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 in general you know in, in general that those sort of causes are you know, looking at the population of men who are affected by this, they're less common, you know, to, to be honest, you know, it's easy enough to to remove those. And often these men will still have issues. So, 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 yeah, so if this is an issue and you're listening to this and you're drinking too much or you're using recreational drugs too much, yet by removing them, it may help, but it may not. And yeah. which, in which case then, then the, the, the proven techniques, you know, um, certainly are, are definitely worth applying, your, uh, applying yourself to and, and exploring because the vast majority of people, this will, you know, particularly even with even with primary premature ejaculation, with the the techniques out there, people will experience significant improvement. Okay, so, this is not something. There is a myth out there that once you have it, you you have yeah. it and it can't be, it can't be adjusted. That's not true. Um, so 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 there is stuff that works. You know, in terms of, I mean, self help. There is some self help that people can, should consider consider. You know, and I don't know how much time we have for this, hmm. but there, there's loads of self help stuff that self self help. Um, stuff that's sort of been borne out again by experience a little bit, you know, w- which would include things like masturbation one to two hours prior to planned sexual intercourse with your partner, using a thicker condom can, ha- you know, which can help reduce sens- uh, sensitivity around the, 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 the head of the penis. Uh, taking a deep nasal breath to briefly shut down the ejaculatory ejaculatory reflex, you know, again, that that's that's you know sometimes that can help, but for a lot of people not. And and sex sex with the partner when uh, when and making sure the partner is on top, and allows the partner to pull away when you're coming close when you feel you're close. Uh, and then, you know, even taking breaks during sexual intercourse and thinking about something totally un- unrelated, mm. you know, can help as well. But these. You know, the, 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 these these are individuals will, will, will report that these these have helped in the, in the past in terms of in terms of are they something that 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 is that may that that for a lot of people is going to make an impact? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So 
so let's talk about stuff that's going to really that can really help you know and that's really been borne out number one is a squeeze technique and and again um the partner you know a partner begins masturbating the the the, the man and when he feels he's about to ejaculate she squeezes the head of the penis for 10 to 20 seconds and then uh, and then um and and then she resumes that will obviously bring any any sense of, of coming close coming close to an to to a finish then she resumes masturbation in about 30 seconds and this cycle is repeated several times before ejaculation is finally allowed to occur and then the stop and go technique is something similar mm-hmm. where you're, you 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 it can be used in, in masturbation or in, in in intercourse uh both of these where you where you start and then you stop and you start and you stop again um uh but again both of these techniques sound very simple but in actual fact in practice they do take a lot of practice to achieve uh, notable gains but over time they will mm-hmm. um they're they're so, so they're they're two they're, they're they're the two sort of most most commonly most commonly um uh most commonly described techniques that have found to be that have been found to be beneficial medication there's there are there's there's a yeah. number of medication that can be that can be very effective um certainly um there, there, you know, and and that, you know, I don't know how, how much time we have to go into the various types of medication. No, let's give a, give a top line anyway. Uh, the the uh, medical treatments for the condition. Okay, the medical treatments. Are, there is a there there is there is a there is a medication. It's a sort of relation of the SSRI. It's it's a close relation chemically in terms of its chemical chemical composition of SSRI type medications. With people, which with people will know we use for treating depression and anxiety and and and, and other and other and, and other and other issues. So, so the, a variant of that has been shown to be to be very effective. You take it, you know, prior to intercourse, and it is currently available um, in, in very in, in a number of different brand in a number of different brand names. But, but so so that that is out there, and that's something for you to, to go into your own GP, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to discuss with, or or even come on and have a, a video consultation with one of ourselves here in WebDoc. So, so that is something, and there's, that is something that is there for people to try. It's it's effective. It's safe, um, and it, you're only taking it when you're when you're using when you're when you're when you're planning for, when you're planning intercourse um uh the the other things sometimes we use in an off-label way it's not on on, on as per the guidelines we use a lower uh, we use a low-dose antidepressant medication on a on a on, a, on an ongoing basis mm-hmm. again that can be quite effective that's off-label as in it's not particularly there's 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 no license for it but in practice that's something that people have found it beneficial there are as, as well creams that, that that can be applied to the head of the penis that reduce sensitivity the difficulty with that it will it can produce a short-term uh, benefit but again that can numb the mm. numb the partner as well and 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 often you're not really addressing the fundamental underlying issue with that so 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 but again that can that can that can provide some benefit as well i think ultimately um I'm, well, you've been through a couple of techniques and you've been through some of the medical treatments but uh, it's it's about getting people to go and talk to their gp in the first place and not be embarrassed to discuss the Subject. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, and and to be honest, it's something that that you know this medication that that I'm referring to came out some maybe you know I, you know, I can be sure maybe eight nine ten years ago maybe there thereabouts and and it was something that we were, a lot of me I and my colleagues were were surprised we were surprised about because it's something we hadn't really we weren't uh, we weren't 
seeing a general practice, but mm. it's obviously all the evidence would suggest the opposite is the case. It, it's borne out by all the epidemiological studies, 20 to 30% prevalence. So, so it, 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 it is something that's there. Um, and and I, I think I'd make this call out not only to, to individuals that might be experiencing it, but to my GP colleagues to start bringing this up in consultations. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're having, you know, we, and we bring up and we've, we're, we're more, we're more and more, we've become more and more effective down the years of bringing up doing sort of, you know, um, uh, opportunistic health screening. This is something that should go in there mm-hmm. when it's affecting 20 to 30% of, of, of the population. So I call out to our own GP, to, to my colleagues as well. Yes, let, let's 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 start talking about it more. But also to patients, this is something you know. This is yeah, it's embarrassing for them. There's no question about it. But we could, we're only too happy yeah. to talk about it. And there is good therapeutic options there. So please come and talk to us. Okay, I think we'll finish the way we finish uh, all of these uh, webdoctor.ie podcasts, and we're looking for some uh, uh, common myths to be debunked about the subject we're talking about. So uh, true or false? If you have premature ejaculation, will you have it for life? No. That's false. Good. True or false, premature ejaculation is more common in people uh, that are inexperienced. Uh, well, there's no, that's not born out. That's false. False, absolutely <laughs> okay. false. <laughs> well, hopefully we've debunked uh, two of them. Thanks very much to Dr. Fergus Glynn for joining us today on this episode of webdoctor.ie's Health HQ podcast on premature ejaculation. You may be interested in some of our other episodes where we discuss many of the nation's health concerns and different treatments. We'll see you next time. 